Welcome to this episode of Planting Seeds. I'm Keith Jones, the preaching minister of the Calera Church of Christ, and I've prepared a short message from Scripture that's intended to be the planting of a seed that, if cultivated, will in time produce fruit in the lives of the listeners. Now, let's get started. Shine upon you and be gracious and give you peace. In this episode, we'll continue looking at the themes of the season, specifically that this is a season of joy. When Jesus came to earth, when he arrived here, he brought us great joy. I'd like to begin by reading Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 8. And in the same region, There were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. There are multiple Greek words that get translated into English as joy or some form of joy, like rejoice. One of those words literally means to jump up and down. It's used by Mary in Luke chapter 1, verse 47, to describe her reaction to the blessing God had shown her by letting her be the mother of Jesus. It's also used by Jesus himself in Matthew chapter 5, verse 12, to talk about the appropriate response to suffering. Jesus says you should jump up and down with joy because you are being treated like the prophets when you suffer at the hands of others. The same word is used by Luke in Acts chapter 2, verse 46, to explain the way early Christians felt when they ate together. It is used by Jude in Jude verse 24 to explain the way we will be when presented to God by Jesus as blameless. This word is also used by a voice coming from the throne of God in Revelation 19.7 when announcing the marriage of Jesus and the church. But interestingly, this is not the word for joy that the angel uses when announcing the birth of Jesus in Luke chapter 2, verse 10, that we just read. Here the angel uses the Greek word chara, and it means a calm delight. Paul often uses this word as a contrast to sorrow. It's a word that's listed as a fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. So this is the word that the angels use when they say that Jesus has arrived, bringing great joy. So let's look at this idea of joy a little closer and uh, understand the meaning and significance of it, understand what it means that Jesus brings us joy. This particular word for joy has the same Greek root as the word that gets translated grace. Joy and grace are tightly connected in their meaning. And in both cases, we're talking about a benefit that is given, something, a favor that is done, something that we receive. It is this warm feeling that affects our disposition and our outlook. As we have joy within us, it will change the way that we feel about our current circumstances, and it will affect our 
outlook going forward and being able to see the best and know that long term we have no reason to grieve. Scripture lets us know that this benefit can be derived from receiving the word of God. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 20, Jesus is telling the parable of the sower. And as uh, he gets to the end of that, in verse 20, he says, As for what was sown on the rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Now, we know that as he continues that description, that there are no roots that take place. But people who receive the word, who, who not only hear it, but welcome it into their lives, receive it with joy. Joy is the benefit that we get when we receive the word. We also receive this benefit when we realize Jesus is alive. Matthew chapter 28, verse 8 says, So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. When we realize that Jesus, who died on a cross, 2,000 years ago, and was laid in a tomb, actually came out of that tomb three days later and is still alive and guiding us home for an eternity with God, we experience joy. We also experience this benefit of joy when we believe Jesus is the Son of God. Romans chapter 15, verse 13, Paul writes, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. When we realize that this Jesus is not only alive, but he is actually the Son of God, and all of the benefits that come from that, one that we experience is joy. We also experience joy because of the hope and the promises that are set before us. And Jesus is our example in that. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, we read, to look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Joy is a benefit. Joy is something that comes as a result of other things happening. And scripture lets us know for the Christian, we can experience that calm delight, have it affect our disposition and our outlook when we receive the word, when we realize that Jesus is alive, when we believe that Jesus is the son of God, and we have hope in the promises he has set before us. This all sounds well and good. For some of us may sound too good to be true, but I want to add to it. I want to let you know that this joy promised by Jesus comes with some assurances. One is that this joy will be our strength. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 says, Then he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat and drink the sweet wine, and send portions to anyone who has nothing ready. For this day is holy to our Lord. And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. When we feel overwhelmed, when we feel like we may not make it, when we're not sure if we're strong enough, we have a promise from God that if we accept the joy that Jesus brings, that will be our strength. That will carry us through our difficult times. We're also assured that this joy promised by Jesus will be complete. In John chapter 15, verse 11, Scripture records, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and your joy may be full, or complete, or perfect. 
Jesus expects us to experience the same joy he had in being the son of God. And he wants our joy to be complete, not diminished in any way. And Jesus also tells us that this joy that he gives us cannot be taken away. John chapter 16, verse 22. So also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take away your joy from you. If we go through periods of time where we're not experiencing joy, it's not because someone robbed us of our joy. That's something no one can take. If we've lost sight of it, if we've abandoned it, we can reclaim it because it's ours. Jesus has promised us that. It cannot be taken away. So in this season of joy, let the joy that Jesus promised be your strength. Let it be complete in you and be encouraged by knowing that it can never be taken away. Thank you for listening. You can find more of these messages on our website, calirachurchofchrist.org, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Twitter.